Sounds like a great new show on Riverside. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And also coming up uh, after that is Sean Kenyon with Spotlight. If you're into musicals, uh, Amdram, uh, interviews and, uh, and all that sort of stuff, then tune in uh, to Spotlight from 7pm this evening, right after Tom. Uh, we got some uh, we got some great stuff on that. And also lots of fantastic 
fantastic musical tunes as well. 8 p.m. The Feckless Four. 9 p.m. Riverside uh, Evening, which is just some lovely music taking you through till 10. Teenage Kicks uh, with Michael Samuel. That's always worth a listen. And if you're still up and you want even more and it's 11 o'clock and you can't get to sleep, then you can't go wrong by listening to Vinyl, uh, Vinyl Revival, Ilpi Records with Kevin Wood, uh, listening to all the classics. And that's your lineup for the rest of the day and this evening on Riverside Radio. I'll see you next time, Saturday, one o'clock for the Saturday lunchtime show. Tom's up next, news in a mo. Riverside Radio on DAB online and on your smart speaker and at six o'clock it's time for the news. has heard Lucy Letby went salsa dancing the night after she allegedly attempted to murder a baby boy. Letby denies the murders of seven babies and the attempted murders of ten others between June 2015 and June 2016. The leader for the opposition, Zakia Starmer, is calling for more to be invested in training up workers who are already here. Mr Starmer says the current business model is hindering economic growth. And when it comes to economic growth, the verdict of the former Chancellor is right. They've created a vicious cycle of stagnation. And that's why every crisis hits Britain harder than our competitors. So this has to be a turning point. Britain needs a new business model. A survey suggests Ukrainians who have come to the UK are having trouble renting because they do not have a guarantor or references. And a new research suggests pregnancy may cause brain changes linked to maternal behaviour. According to the study, being pregnant may change the structure and function of the brain for a year after birth. That's the latest from Radio News Hub. I'm Georgia Collins. Here are the words every timeshare owner will be dreading to hear. Your 2023 timeshare maintenance fees are due. If you own a timeshare, you need to consider whether it's a good investment. MyTimeshareClaim.co.uk has helped thousands of owners who were missold exit their contract and receive compensation. If you bought a timeshare after 5th of January 1999, text TIME to 78900. That's TIME to 78900 to find out more. Across Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth. On DAB Digital Radio, switch on Southwest London, Riverside Radio. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body.
evening everybody and welcome to a cold dark wintry tuesday evening but this isn't the place for you to be down about tuesdays so please for the next hour do me a favor forget about your magic mondays i'm not interested in your wild wednesdays i don't care about your thirsty thursdays and i think freaky fridays are frankly overrated i'm of the view that super saturdays and special sundays sound superb but they're gonna have to sit silently seething seeing a new day summit the standings we are the riverside run club we are here to make your tuesdays great again so welcome back to all of you from me tom lovelace and the ever silent producer phil go get your running shoes on we'll take it from here Right out of 
that was Maximo Park with Graffiti and we of course kicked off the show with Faith by the late great George Michael so thank you very much to Martin on Drive and welcome to the Riverside Run Club um, if that hasn't started your Tuesday off well then I don't know what will but guys welcome back for the second ever edition our mission here is to make sure that when we leave you at 7 you're just a little bit happier than when you joined us at 6 and it really is a pleasure to have you guys back with me having navigated my first show last week without breaching too many of the station's legal and compliance guidelines and only three serious complaints sent through to Ofcom all of which were traced back to producer Phil's email address Phil's being very sheepish about the whole thing but I, uh, we can only assume that someone's hacked his account if you're joining for the first time then welcome to the Riverside Run Club the next hour is just an hour of radio that I'd like to listen to whilst I'm out on a run it's all about good music made with instruments not with computers it's an interesting chat with a very glamorous guest today from the local area and a couple of quiz questions that should keep the old grey matter ticking over for the next 45 minutes now we're a pretty broad church here at the Run Club, so remember you don't have to be out running. You might be on a run, you might be on the run, you might be commuting, you might be at home cooking your dinner, winding down after work. Or, as it turns out, a lot of our fellow club members were last week, you might be at home running a bath for your little ones and having a bit of a splash about some upbeat music. Uh, upbeat music. Now, whatever you're doing and wherever you're listening, we want to know about it. So please do WhatsApp in or tweet in and let us know and I'll give you all a shout out. So I'm going to give you the WhatsApp number in a second. You've got a minute to get your phone out. In the meantime, the Twitter handle is at this is Riverside. And if you want to WhatsApp the show, I'll give you a shout out. You can do so on 07871 670493. I'll give you that again shortly. But in the meantime, let me know if you're joining the club tonight. Don't forget, we'll have our quarter past quiz time coming up very shortly. Our first guest of the show, Alex Head, who is CEO and founder of The Social Pantry, one of Battersea's best brunch spots, um, and of course, The Social Pantry Catering Company. Uh, and our next song has been requested by Dominant Liss in Putney, who fancy a boogie. And this is one that particularly resonates with me at the moment, having celebrated turning 34 yesterday and been out on the weekend to celebrate it. I'm still feeling a little rusty today, so you do realise that you're actually not 19 forever. Here's Cortina's. Like 
19 Forever by Cortinas and never a truer word spoken, my friends. That song was actually released back in 2008 when I was only 19. And you really do just think you're never going to grow up. Before you know it, it's 15 years later, a midlife crisis as well. And uh, you're 34, hosting your own radio show. So enjoy every minute whilst it lasts. We're about to come on to the quarter past quiz time. But first, we've had a few texts in from the Run Club. So we've got some returning listeners from last week and a few new ones as well. First up, I've been asked to give a shout out to Cat Cat the Cat, very uh, uh, creative nickname there, and Astrid the Chihuahua walking around Clapham Common. We've got Wardy, a big Reading FC fan, listening at home. Jake the Snake down in Putney. Charlie, Theo and Emily splashing around in the bath down in Thames Ditton. And rugby fans, Hannah and Fiona in Hammersmith, who are listening whilst recovering from a big weekend with the girls watching Wales and England in southwest London. Sounds like a pretty good one to me. Great to hear from you all. Keep the WhatsApps coming in. Uh, for now, though, it's just gone po- quarter past, so it's time for our quarter past quiz time. We still don't have a professional jingle, so I'm going to hand over to producer Phil to do his best at singing our quarter past quiz time jingle. Over to you, Phil. It's a quarter past quiz time, quarter past quiz time. Thank you, Phil. Still continues to baffle me that you won't say a word on the radio apart from singing that little jingle. Uh, for the newbies... Every week, we're going to give you a quiz question at quarter past six, and you've then got 45 minutes to, to get the answer. I'll give you a clue every 15 minutes to help you along the way as well. And this week, seeing as we've got the World Cup on, I thought we'd continue our geography theme. And it's all about countries that start and end with the same letter. But here's the twist, because I'd imagine a lot of you are sat at home already listing off Argentina, Algeria, Albania, etc., This is only countries that start and end with the same letter where that letter is an A. And there are only six of them in the entire 205 countries of the world. So you've got 45 minutes to try and get all six countries that start and end with the same letter. This isn't easy. There are a couple of quirks to it, which will work out along the way. And these are all English language names. So remember that. And in the unlikely event that you do get all six countries, one, I'll be exceptionally impressed. uh, But two, I will also give you a shout out. Unfortunately, I don't have any prizes to give away because I can't validate that you didn't use Google in order to get to the answers. So go get them. We'll come back shortly where we'll be speaking to local business empresario Alex Head from the Social Pantry. And in the meantime, here's the Libertines and Vance Joy.
Vance Joy with the Riptide and before that the Libertines with Don't Look Back Into The Sun we've had a few early guesses in already uh, congratulations we've only had one right answer so far and that's come from Sadie Debs and Ollie in Earlsfield so well done there's another five for you guys to get uh, we've also had a few uh, inbound suggestions of Tibet unfortunately Tibet's not actually recognised as a country at the moment um, it's an auto- autonomous region of China now I'm not here to uh, dictate what should or shouldn't be classified as a country um, but FYI it's not part of the six answers so unfortunately you're going to have to keep on guessing James Inisha uh, in the meantime we've also had a text from Beryl from Barnes who's one of our older listeners. Uh, She says, Hi Tom, you may remember my husband Bill who messaged in last week being rather rude about your show. I do indeed remember. Thank you, Beryl. Uh, She says, I'd I'd like to apologise on his behalf. I think he's just jealous because I really love the show. Uh, you're very very kind Beryl she continues I'm 78 and I love hearing some of your more modern music because it makes me feel very energised and I was wondering if you would be interested right um, no so sorry I can't read the rest of that out it started instantly enough but it's actually got quite inappropriate quite quickly Um, and in answer to your questions Beryl no no I've never done that before I wouldn't like to try it out with you Uh, and I can't imagine anyone would want to eat the turnip after you've done that with it uh Moving very swiftly on, guys, the World Cup's up and running, and I hope you're all loving it. I've been following it uh, day in, day out recently, and uh, we've got three teams here at the Riverside Run Club that we're following. So, of course, first and foremost, we've got England, who got off to an awesome start yesterday. Bit of a birthday surprise for me with a 6-2 win over Iran. Uh, I was absolutely loving it. I'm not going to jump the gun and be playing three lines incessantly just yet, but if and when we do get out of the group stages, be prepared for one hour of back-to-back three lines on repeat. We then also got fellow home nation Wales, who managed to get her, uh, take home a point yesterday against the USA with the, uh, the Welsh wizard Gareth Bell both winning the penalty and then scoring the penalty in the last 10 uh, to draw that game. I genuinely love the players. I love their passion. And most of all, I love their songs. So we're going to add one or two of their songs to the playlist next week. But highly recommend a browse of YouTube and watching the entire stadium as well as the team seeing a song in Welsh called Ima Ohid. Uh, which is spelt Y-M-A-O-H-Y-D after they qualified for the World Cup. And then the third team that we're going to be following is our dark horses, is Ecuador, who got off to a winning start on Sunday with a 2-0 victory over host Qatar. They've got three players from the team I support, which is Brighton and Hove Albion, and I think they're going to be the surprise package for the World Cup. So keep an eye out for them. We'll be supporting Jeremy Sarmiento, Moises Caicedo, who is one of the best players in the Premier League, in my view, and Purvis Estupinian. Uh, We've also got an Ecuadorian correspondent based in Doha at the moment, and we're going to get him dialed in next week to tell us how they're going and what life's like 
over at the World Cup at the moment. For now, though, a couple of songs coming up with Declan McKenna, followed by Primal Screen.
bring bags of hope to children in Nine Elms this Christmas. Nine Elms Arts Ministry are aiming to distribute over 600 bags of hope to children in our local primary schools, bringing some Christmas joy amidst the cost of living crisis. The bags of hope will be filled with a Christmas story and activity book, crafts, felt tips, stickers and sweet treats. And that's the bit where you come in. Can you help by donating the sweet treats? We're looking for Christmas selection packs, small boxes of Christmas biscuits, small packets or tubes of Christmas sweets, bags of chocolate coins. Please bring your donation to Riverside Radio on the Doddington Square near Tesco on Battersea Park Road from 10am to 5pm on Friday the 25th, Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th of November. You can find all the details at ninelmsartsministry.org. Thanks for choosing to listen to your local community radio station. Community radio is always not for profit, and our goal is to serve the interests and need of our listeners right here. Advertising your business on community radio is affordable and effective. There's no wastage, and you know that your money is invested into the future of this station, ensuring that our volunteers can continue to broadcast to the local community. Find out more on our website, or look for us on social media, and get in touch to see how we can promote your business. Community Radio. We're all about here. On Thursday, the 1st of December, it's the Red Ribbon Cabaret. Wandsworth Oasis will be hosting an evening full of singing, comedy, and of course, drag. Starring Westenders, Barbara Fellers, Janice and Barry Poppins, Martin Joseph, and of course, the diva extraordinaire. It's me, Lyra Bell. It's all taking place at the Two Brewers in Clapham, hosted by the marvellous duo Jason Rosam and Mrs Moore. Plus, on the night, we'll also have a live auction full of fun and fabulous goodies to get your hands on. That's right. Head on over to wandsworthoasis.org.uk to grab your tickets, which only start from £25. Wandsworth Oasis is a local charity that raises awareness of HIV and helps fight the stigma, ultimately supporting people living with HIV. Across Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth. Online at RiversideRadio.com No bells, I'm moving on up now 
John, Southwest London. You're on Riverside Radio. That was Primal Scream, Scream with Moving On Up. And before that, Declan McKenna with Brazil. Now, before we move on to our interview, I've been asked to give a big shout out to big Jimmy P, who's just returned from Sydney, Australia to Merton and is now moving over here after four years in Australia. So a huge welcome back, Jimmy. And I hope you're listening to the show. Uh, But for now, producer Phil, can I have a drum roll, please? As we welcome to the Riverside Run Club, the founder and CEO of the Social Pantry, Alexandra Head. Alex, welcome to the show. Full name, Tom. Of course, I wanted to make sure that people knew that it was uh, an Alexander rather than an Alexander. Yeah, I am, yeah. Identifying as female. Um, Australia to Merton, that's an amazing move. Yeah, especially in the middle of an Australian summer. uh, Quite a surprise. But I think with the World Cup going on, uh, it's probably why, you know, a big drawback to England. Exactly. Um, Alex, welcome to the show. Before we kick off, I'm going to dive into the social pantry shortly. Yes. But this is the Riverside Run Club. Are you a runner? Oh, Tom, do you know what? I actually bravely signed up for the marathon this year. I know, through a charity, having not run. Actually, I I went on a run at the beginning of lockdown and I got to the top of my road and this really kind of a much, much older person overtook me and I was so disheartened that I didn't run again. Um, But I did sign up for the marathon. But luckily, thank God, they said um, they had already filled all their places. So I felt like I had a bit of enthusiasm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the marathon. This would be amazing because I've always wanted to do it. And luckily they said, no, thanks. So I'll wait for another year. Well, fingers crossed you get in for another year it's uh, it's well worth doing the london marathons are awesome uh, so you don't run do you do any other any other yes, sorts of exercises I'm a big swimmer big swimmer so only just kind of finished swimming in the lido um so me and actually one of the ladies i employ at the moment she is still swimming in the lido wetsuit free every morning harry I, yeah I've been down to tooting back lie down it gets pretty cold even in midsummer so yeah it's a big summer but i've also just started working out back in the gym i've never been to a gym and i went to the gym for the first time a couple of weeks ago um, I, I braved it. Did a Joe Wicks workout. I love it. I'm I, um, now addicted. A big part of our our show here is the weekly wellness slot, and so yeah. we're not going to get to it today. But every uh, every week we have 15 minutes dedicated to something to do with wellness. So good, um, and, and to help people start doing something, mm. be it gym, acupuncture. I don't know, massage, cryotherapy, whatever it is, we're going to yeah. try it out and, and make it easier. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so could you tell the people a bit about yourself and Social Pantry? Of course, yes. Yeah. So I started Social Pantry, I think, well over a decade now, decade ago, and I started it in my kitchen. Um, and I just love to cook and love to kind of, you know, feed people and always had a really good time, like hosting people and throwing dinner parties. Um, I'd always kind of cooked a bit growing up and, yeah, always kind of said yes when people needed help in the kitchen or help with dinner parties. And I started when I was about 16 selling sandwiches off the back of my bike. Um, and it all grew from there. So I kind of hit London and ran some restaurants. And then ultimately, it was about 10 years ago um, that I started Social Pantry full time. Um, and I catered for absolutely everything and anything. Started off with a football club and then fast forward kind of 10 years and I employ about just over 100 people and I've got kind of three sites in London wow. and a big contract catering arm to the business and a big events arm to the business. Fantastic. And you're based in Wandsworth, right? Yes. What, what was the yeah, draw yeah. to Wandsworth? So I used to live in Battersea okay. um, and lived in Brixton, Battersea, like South London when I was kind of working in pubs and restaurants in London. So I always kind of loved South London. And then what made me stick in London, uh, kind of South London was we always used to work, um, me and my friend Kirsty always used to do some days in this little cafe where we just go take our laptops. And then one day this guy, was, Rashid, was like, do you want to take over my cafe? And I was like, no, fuck off, Rashid. I don't want your cafe. We no have to apologise for swearing. <laughs> I'm sorry, very sorry. Uh, please disregard. Two minutes and in. Apologies, Alex. No more swearing. Thank you. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. I should have asked you at the beginning. Uh, anyway, I was like, no, I don't want your cafe Rashid. Anyway, fast forward a couple of weeks later, he basically had twisted my arm and was like, honestly, Alex, it's such a great little cafe. It's a great little hub. So about 12 years ago, I opened Social Pantry Cafe. Wow. Yeah, and I had absolutely no money. We didn't have a till. We just newspapered at the front. My siblings painted the chairs and tables. Um, and we just kind of opened a couple of weeks later. And I just thought if the food's good enough, then people will come to this cafe. And over the years, yeah, the food kind of has been good enough. We've since had a refurb, but absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a cool little hub. And that was one of my first social pantry sites in London. That is awesome. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about the football club shortly. We're going to jump into a song with Billy Joel. Um, but I want to hear all about Brentford and how you got kicked off with them.
That was Billy Joel and We Didn't Start the Fire. Now, I'm here with Alex Head, CEO of Social Pantry. But before we come on to the next part of our interview, you've got a, a quarter past quiz time to work on at the moment. And I gave you the, the question earlier. It's six countries in the world that start and end with the same letter, but that letter can't be A. Now, your first clue is you need to think plural and also think more than one word. There is only one which is a one-worder. They're all pretty difficult, uh, but we'd love to see your answers. So keep tweeting in and keep WhatsApping in. In the meantime, back to Alex. Alex, you were telling us just then about how you started off with a football club. Now, I'm I'm assuming that it's pretty difficult to get in with a a catering contract with a football club. How did that come about? So it actually was a bit by chance. And I feel sometimes you can just strike really lucky. But I was catering for a a dinner party um, and they uh, one of them kind of knew the manager or football club or somebody that worked at the football club. And the next day they were kind of saying that they were looking for somebody to cater. And they said, well, try Alex Head because she catered our dinner party. um, And it was great. So they phoned me and they just literally phoned me on a Sunday. And they're like, can you come along to the training ground tomorrow and just cater? There'll be 30 people for lunch. And I was like, sure. So I did the Monday. Then they were like, can you do all week? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so did all week. And then they did said, can you do the season? And I was like, well, how long's the football season? <laughs> Turns out pretty long. And then I ended up there for five seasons, I think. Started off just feeding 30 a day for lunch. And then by the end, we were feeding 100 a day, seven days a week, breakfast, lunch, and then a takeaway dinner. And now Brentford are doing pretty well. They yeah, yeah. started doing really well since I stopped catering. <laughs> I'm sure it's not related to the food, but I love I, I love that sort been. of story where uh, you, you're doing something you're passionate about from from your kitchen for, yeah. for a small sort of party, and then exactly. out of it, opportunity arises. Yeah, you just got to say yes. Very cool. Um, and you said earlier, so you're, you're now CEO of a business that employs 90 people. So yes, you've got, got a lot of people relying on you. There's a, a lot of pressure associated with catering for big days. Um, at the same time, I know that Social Pantry have a, a big focus on uh, sort of ESG sustainability sustainability goals and you do a lot of work with key for life um kicking off with key for life can you tell us a bit about the charity and what you're doing with them yeah i love it so key for life i started working with or mentoring through key for life probably about seven years ago and my first ever guy that i mentored is called ruben and he's brilliant and he actually now works at social pantry and he's he still works there um saw him yesterday but ruben is amazing he was my first ever prison visit so i went in to see him in isis prison which just is next before to so key for life it, it helps people come out of prison exactly. and into jobs yeah. right yeah sorry yeah so key for life um supports young men at risk of going to prison or coming out of prison and it kind of connects them with employers and at this point I was just mentoring for a personal kind of reason and then I ended up employing um, some of the key for life guys and as a result 10% of my workforce have been ex-offenders so Ruben was amazing so yeah him and I were just buddies so we bonded over giving up smoking and he was my first ever prison visit behind bars I was totally terrified going into ISIS prison um, which is next to Belmarsh which is 
absolutely terrifying if you've ever been there it's quite imposing yeah. and quite full on and i went into isis which is for kind of younger younger inmates um and that's where i first met ruben and he is just a brilliant guy he's ambitious and charismatic and we've just become really good friends so over the years i've employed lots and lots of um lots and lots of guys that come out of prison guys and girls um but ruben's one of them very which is cool great. Uh, i've heard a lot about that from uh companies like timpsons before but i didn't know that key for life was doing it for smaller businesses as well so that's, yeah, that's a really so great cool thing so to do. everyone should do it everyone yeah. should do it. And, and do you know how many people have you employed over the years and, and also I'm guessing that not all of them work out is it? yeah it's really difficult so for some of them the success is staying kind of a month and for some of them the success is staying kind of a couple of years so it's really cool. difficult like when people come out of prison you really face so many challenges from like housing family situations you might not have a bank account you might not have anywhere to live you might not have a job so ultimately I just thought well you know why not sod it you know if I can offer employment and that could help somebody get back on track then why not do it so for some of them they're you know really facing some severe challenges but some of them just slot back in take the opportunity and absolutely run with it and they're incredible that's they're really pretty cool. admirable um, yeah I, I think people using sort of their particularly small businesses for good is, is super important yeah totally and, you know not just pursuing profits so that's very cool to hear and then alongside that obviously you, you've got a big sustainability focus I saw on your website you're looking at becoming a a B Corps which for for those that don't know is sort of a it's not a pure charity so it's for-profit businesses that want to help the world and help impact society right yeah exactly so we employed a sustainability consultant three years ago before it was cool um she's called nash and she's amazing and she kind of tells us you know what we could be doing she analyzes our kind of you know suppliers and operations internally and just looks about how we can improve as a business so at some points we've had to kind of you know at some points it's been kind of too beyond us at points or too expensive or too much an investment but each year we've got a five-year plan that we're working to and each year we try and tick off kind of one or two more things that we can do so our big thing this week if we we're kind of saying no to the big plastic polluters so nestle nice. so coca-cola san pellegrino so we're pulling them out from all our events and out of our site so it has quite a Brilliant. financial impact as well we've also we took avocado off our menus probably 18 months ago so we were a big leader in that that's that big that's big in southwest london on the i know scene as well. i know you've got to sometimes suffer for the good of the world and um yeah Very we're cool. kind of making progress which is great but we definitely a bit of a trailblazer in it and like to kind of think that we're like leading the trend but yes yeah, small things like eight years ago we started giving our coffee granules to a worm farm so that nice. happens and there's a machine in our kitchen that eats all the food waste and turns it into the water um, and then all of our suppliers there's a lot you know we kind of put a bit of pressure on them to make sure that their kind of ethics are all totally spot on as well so there's lots of things to analyze but we're just trying to do as much as we can within the budgets that we can yeah very cool uh, uh, it sounds like you've got a lot going on between you, you're running a business of 90 people um, you've got sustainability to look after you look yes. you, you work closely with charities you're a mum of two as well I am, how, yeah. how do you uh and a, and a sorry a mum of a dog as well so there's a, <laughs> not, not just two young ones um how do you look after yourself i mean do you manage to get away on holiday are, are you able to switch off from work because it, it, events is difficult right you can do them yeah. all weekend and all, all day and all night yeah exactly so at the moment we kind of will do about 30 events a week and then there's probably 15 or 20 offices that we're feeding throughout the week as well and there's the sites running so it's definitely um definitely keeps me busy keeps me out of trouble but um ultimately yeah i'm pretty good at switching off but i've now luckily got an incredible team okay. like big shout out they're amazing i've got some incredible kind of people in the kitchens got some amazing people in kind of the head office and it's you know it's a total joint effort so it's not just relying on me anymore it's a completely joint effort of incredible people that have all come through covid some of us come through together some are new to social pantry but it's really exciting that they're kind of there and supporting and that luckily allows me to have a bit of holiday had a bit of maternity leave this year so 
feeling pretty fresh on the back of it. I'm glad to hear it. But it sounds like things are all going pretty well. Sounds to me, Alex, like you might have the golden touch. And on that note, (laughs) we're going on to to raise a light and the golden touch. Thanks, Tom. I'm impressed. I know a girl with a golden touch. She's got enough, she's got too much. was of course Razor Light and Golden Touch I actually got tickets to see them next summer which I'm really excited about uh, they're a great band but guys we're coming to the end of the show so I need to give you the answer to the quiz now it's a pretty hard one this was six countries that start and end with the same letter but not the letter A so I'm going to read out the answers I don't think any of you got all of them we've had the best we had was uh, Big J in 
Thames Ditton, who got four of them. Uh, the answers are Central African Republic, Czech Republic, Seychelles, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Solomon Islands and St. Kitts and Nevis. And if you got even five of those, I'm pretty impressed by that. Uh, we still have Alex from Social Pantry here. Alex, uh, we're about to wrap up. But I wanted to ask, over the last 11 years, actually, Alex just made a really good point. You, you were telling me off for not using my keep yes. cup enough with coffees. Yeah, totally. Also, Tom, you weren't getting a coffee from Social Pantry Cafe on Lavender Hill. I'm sorry, I normally <coughs> do. In Battersea. But um. <laughs> from, from now on, uh, I, I will make sure I, I get a keep cup. And it's something that I, I, I'm pretty normally pretty hot on. Uh, so making sure that you're not using recy- uh, non-recyclable coffee cups on a exactly. daily basis. Exactly. We've all got to do a little bit. Every little bit helps. Exactly. And Alex, over the last 11 years, uh, you've obviously grown a business. You've seen COVID come and go. Uh, what have been any particular highlights? Have you done anything that really sticks out in the memory? Oh, what was that? So there's been quite a few. There's definitely some low points, but there's also been some really good high points. I'm always so pleased that I'm still in business. I always think that's a good sign. But probably this summer was really fun. We did um, Latitude Festival and catered with some really brilliant people. Like Judy Love was there. She was incredible. But I think the highlight for the team was G- Gary Lineker, um, who I've since realised is quite a good footballer. And I should have <laughs> known that he really was quite iconic. But yeah, Gaza, he was an absolute beauty and he got us um, our first ever first ever article in the daily mail so yeah That's cheers gary fantastic what everyone uh, aspires for well <laughs> alex thank you so much for coming in if people want to check out the social pantry cafe it's on lavender hill near clapham junction yes exactly yeah yeah run past it go in there yeah grab brunch after your runs yeah it's good for coffees juices you name it it's great love that and also if they've been swimming at the latchmere leisure center just down the road as well um guys we are done for another week so producer phil and i will be back next tuesday at 6 p.m thank you very much to Alex for coming in Uh, next week will be a slightly shorter show as we've got England versus Wales going head to head at 7pm I'm off for a pub quiz for now enjoy the rest of your week remember life is about the journey not the destination enjoy it and be like Alex work hard and make your dreams come true on DAB digital radio across southwest London this is Riverside Radio
Constant Migrant Processing Centre is now completely empty, after concerns it had become dangerously overcrowded. Railway workers are set to stage a series of 48-hour strikes in December and January, in the long-running dispute over jobs paying conditions. Dominic Raab says he is confident the Bill of Rights will receive overwhelming support from MPs during its second reading. The Bill of Rights is expected to return to Parliament in the next couple of weeks. And building on the relationship between South Africa and the UK is one way we can tackle global issues. That's the message from the UK Foreign Secretary James Cleverly. Today, the President of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, was welcomed to London by the Royal Family. Cleverly says that this meeting event is an important milestone for the UK. The fact that we are welcoming the President of South Africa for His Majesty the King's first ever state visit I think should be read as our enduring commitment to the continent. That's the latest from Radio News Hub. I'm Georgia Collins. Radio Works. Presidential broadband provider Hyperoptic has been working with councils across the country to tackle the digital divide and help residents use the internet. Here's James Prowse. We're working with councils to retrofit future-proof full-fibre broadband into people's homes so that they have access to the best quality of service and pricing available. We also support people with our social tariff called Fair Fibre that's available to anybody who's on a benefit and gives them access at a reasonable price to the internet. Ready? Yes. Then we'll begin. What the hell are musicals? It appears to be a play where the dialogue stops and the plot is conveyed through song. Through song? Yes. Wait, so an actor is saying his lines and then out of nowhere he just starts singing? Yes. Well, that is the stupidest thing that I have ever heard. You're doing a play, got something to say, so you sing it? It's absurd! Who on earth is going to sit there while an actor breaks into song? What possible thought could the audience think other than this is horribly wrong? Remarkably, they won't think that. Seriously? Why not? Because it's a musical, a musical. And nothing's as amazing as a musical With song and dance and sweet romance And happy endings happening by happenstance Bright lights, stage fights, and a dazzling chorus You want to be great, then you gotta create a musical I don't know, I find it hard to believe people would actually pay to see something like this Let's just say it's a Saturday night and you want to go out on the town Got a lady to flatter who might give it up if you don't let her down You could go see a tragedy, but that wouldn't be very fun Or a play from Greek mythology, see a mother have sex with her son You could go see a drama with all of that trauma and pain Or go see something more relaxing and less taxing on the brain Go see a musical, a musical, a puppet. 
happy peace releasing all your blues that goes where crooners crew I catch a tune and limber leggy ladies thrill you till you swoon Oozahs, big applause and a standing ovation The future is bright if you can just write a musical Some make you happy, some make you sad Some are quite big, some quite small some are too long, some are just plays the song Some musicals have no talking at all No talking at all? That's right, there's no talking All of the dialogue is sung in a very dramatic fashion Um, really? Yes, really There's no 